is how we start shit off. Let's get, yeah. Mm, mm. I got the hearts for you. Pulling out the block for you. Today in the studio we have ooh, there we go. Today in the studio we have Neon Nick. She's here to join us. We've been there. So, Nick, how are you? I'm good. You? I'm good. It's a pleasure meeting you. Likewise. Um, I use this word a lot. I became privy of Nick from my guy, Quick, who has told me a lot about you. And after that, I'd follow and... I like, I enjoy the content that you um, procure, you you make, you, um, the, the aesthetics, the VHS, the 90s, the, all of that shit, I love that, I mean, because I feel like I, myself, when were you born? I was born in 1990. Okay, cool, damn, she's a real 90s baby, she's the definition of a 90s baby, um, so I feel like myself, I, I do... Uh, I like that. I like that era. I'm stuck in that shit. Um, I find myself definitely um, thrift shopping a lot more now. Nope. Um, just to find more, you know, 90s apparel, I guess. Shit that I, that motherfuckers wasn't, wasn't uh, yeah, privy to. Like how, how it is now. Right. Like champion sweaters. Champion sweaters used to be $20. Mm-hmm. 18 Some shits is fucking $60, $75. But... Where did you where did you decide to you know what I'm saying keep the aesthetic as as it is because I'm pretty sure that was like a choice to be like all right I'm going to my film styles the way that I want my shit shot the way that I am going to be on these beats the way that I'm even dressed is this certain aesthetic what what made you decide yo this is it um I, I think that was a good era for me like that's when I like discovered music and just like art itself so I always wanted to like bring like the happiest times back to my music and also like it's a lot of music out there so yeah um to try to you know not go out of your way to stand out but just like bring what you like and it happens to work for you you know because everybody does some type of you know 90-ish stuff and it's usually how the music sounds right and I wanted to go more with the visual there you go portion of it I like it when people think about the whole thing in totality and not just, yo, I'm going to put out this this sound that may sound like this, but then they forget there's a whole other aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Especially in today's time with the whole digital, everybody wants to be seen. You know what I mean? Um, do you feel like you put yourself out there enough with um, the type of things that you're doing and with your music? Um, I always feel like I could do more. Um mm-hmm. I know we kind of, we're just kind of getting back into a time where like performing and doing stuff is like a little bit more comfortable. But uh, like in 2020, I had a lot of plans to do a lot of more, 
a lot of stuff that I didn't get a chance to do. So I always, every day, feel like I could do more. And like the plan is to step it up and do more and also collaborate with other artists. That was my next question. That's like something I didn't have the opportunity to really kind of tap into because I used to be a rapper and um, I didn't really get a chance to really collaborate with people. So now that I've kind of shown what it is that I bring to the table, now I can, I feel comfortable being able to hop on a song with somebody. Because back then it would have been like, I would have just sound like whoever I hopped on the track with. Right. Without defining my sound. So you ready to just bar some shit up then? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, no. What you mean? Because <laughs> wait, you said you was a rapper. Oh. And now you ready to start collabing. Because, like, I mean, I feel like this is a lot of like neon soul. Like this is very, this mm-hmm. is different. This isn't like hip hop rap. Yeah. So... Are you ready to jump back in that lane and start barring people? Yeah, I mean, I've been dipping and dabbing and rapping. I always write raps, but it is a little bit more difficult for me to be consistent um, with rapping. So that's why I stick to singing. Plus, I genuinely love creating, you know, singing songs. Right. But rapping is always hip hop itself is always going to be my first love. So I don't I don't ever, you know, write it off that I'm going to get back in there and get busy. Mm. But it's just like. The amount it has to be the right fit. Like I don't want to just be rapping just to be rapping. I got you. I have to have like something that makes sense. With a purpose, with intention, yeah. for sure. Who have you been looking at in the city that you wanted to actually collab with? Like, is it like, have you been looking at women, men, both? Um, both. Um, like, um, a couple. I've reached out to Vic. Um, and exchanged songs. Has know? he said anything back to you? Yeah, but he's actually sent me a verse. Oh, okay, bet, bet. Yeah. I'm just sure. Sure. I'm sure. I do this for a living. <laughs> Sir. No, no, I've reached out to Vic. Um, I have a song dropping on uh, Wednesday with Kenyatta. Ooh. Um, I have a song um, that I'm working with with Chris Crooks. So. Fire. I did not know none of this, man. Fire, I heard it She's giving us all the fucking tea. <laughs> but yeah, so the goal is to, especially working with these people who are dope in their own right, and yeah, I are. could do my thing, and I and they can do their thing, and we can get on the track and make it, you know, special. Um, definitely trying to go for a little bit of a different sound. I'm definitely still gonna do neo soul. Like I'm gonna do what I do on the track, but also bring something else. Nobody want to keep hearing the same things, right? And then I also have a reggaeton um, album. Ooh, <laughs> well, you know, really. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like a collaboration with with a um, reggaeton producer, so gotcha. it's it's a diff- some different sounds that you know I'm gonna tap into and see. I love this man. I love this. Looking forward to hearing it. You you talking about you coming out with all this music with these people, and I mean these are some of my favorite people, some of my favorite people to listen to. Aww. You know what I mean? Um, and I just I, uh, the world is so small. I love it. I love it. Did you have anything that you came up with while you were outside? <laughs> Um, I did want to ask you about, thank you. I did want to ask about your name and uh, the meaning behind it, how you came up with it. Um, So I was, my name used to be something pretty corny. It was like love, hate, and then I switched it to the boulevard. I was just trying too hard to find like a cool name, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, after I had finished like wrapping up my project for um, an album called Paul, I didn't have a name and I was waiting to upload it. Uh, onto you know the the site to have people listen to it, but I didn't have a name, so I just started looking up um, like gas, you know, like chemical elements, yeah. um, and I I looked at all of these different um, elements that stood for gas, and neon was like, okay, I live in Vegas, I also like neon lights, so it kind of serves two purposes. So 
I just was like, okay, I'm gonna roll with neon. That's kind of hard, actually. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I like that it includes chemistry. Yeah, science. Well thought out. <laughs> Very well thought out. Yeah, thank you. But it looks it. simple on the surface. That's hard. Yeah. That's hard. And I like that on your Instagram, you included, like, the chemical breakdown. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I like that. <laughs> when um, I was actually looking into you and stuff like that, I had seen on your page, you doing, um, you be making food. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that shit look be doing that. some oh, grilled cheese God. and some damn, what was that, um, tomato soup? Yeah. You made some salmon. Like, yeah, well, that, that was actually, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, and I don't care. It's called... I think it's it's S W A I. I don't know. It's like a white fish. I oh, call swai? it. Yeah, I'd be calling it swai. Oh, that's Swahili fish, boy. Sway. I think it's called sway. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you funny. But um, yeah, I no, I, I do like cooking. That is a. Hey. That's perfect because you need to join the group chat because definitely we we cook over okay. here. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is. We definitely uh, we have cooking battles. I get in that group chat a little bit. We more. um we definitely send pictures of our food and we we go head to head. You know what I'm saying? Just like we were talking a little bit earlier. You know, quick send a picture. Wasn't up to Paul. When did you send the picture? <laughs> when did quick send the picture? What what, what was it? It wasn't up to par. But you know, oh, we, do, we, do, we, we played our food over here. Oh, <laughs> yo! If y'all two have a cook off, I'll put a thousand dollars on her. Put it on. Dang, I mean, <laughs> put it on. I know. This is like the time my brother lied and said I knew how to do karate. <laughs> my brother told a girl like, "Don't make my sister. She do karate." And I'm looking like, "No, I don't." <laughs> She do karate. Side note, I just have to say, your video for Drip is incredible. Oh, oh thank you. That, like, I could not believe, as soon as it started, I was, I was immediately hooked. Um, the concept was amazing, the style, the look of it, everything, like, that was really incredible and creative. Did you come up with that idea? Yeah, so I originally, and thank you, I originally wanted to do strictly a workout video. Um, and then I started kind of doing like research and I was like, um, Lizzo, she, she has juice, which is, it has some elements to, you know, workout videos. So I, I was like, you know, let me try to like, make sure I still do my thing. And then like on a comedy side, I had like this character that I created named Felicia and I really didn't go too deep into it. But like when I had that wig on, you know, I'm Felicia yeah. in those parts. So I was like, let me bring that element. And then, um, when I had originally got the footage back, it just wasn't right. So I ended up um, just getting on a green screen at my house and um, doing like the newscast part. And then I edited the whole video. And, I mean, it took me a long time. Multi-talented, I see. Thank you. That's amazing. It. See, artists nowadays have to be. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Multiple like, hats all day yeah. long. Because there's not just a person who's going to pick you up and be like, yo, I got mm -hmm. you. I'm going to make sure that right. this person does this and this person does that. And all you got to do is make the music. Uh, today you gotta make the music. You gotta promote yourself. You gotta, gotta manage get yourself. Buzzing. You gotta do everything, man. Oh, for free. So how do you? <laughs> how do you? Um, how do you come to grips with that you know, on a day to day? Just like, is um, this the thing that is gonna sustain? Yo, Dan, get the door, man, because you was the closest to it last time, <laughs> and now it just keep doing that. If y'all leave, close the door. You leave, close the door. I've never left. All right. You can come follow me at Vic Smith Music. 
Where was we at? Produced by Vince Smith. I got beats too. Yes. How do you manage um, doing all of those things and wearing multiple hats? And um, it gets stressful, but also um, you get the good reward of somebody, you know, not being able to like, oh, I helped her with that, or you know, I gave her this idea. Now, by all means, I want the help, but Mm. I want like help that's beneficial and that like Tess is the idea that I already had. Like let let's make it better mm-hmm. as opposed to like scaling it back. But um yeah, I mean from chore- from choreography to, you know, just like the ideas from like what you can do in a live performance other than just sing. Cause I feel like if I'm just up there singing, it might be boring. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how can I make this a little bit more exciting for me? Because I'm not built in or doing a whole bunch of crazy vocals, you know, which I know, like, that's what gets people excited about a singer singing live. So, like, if I'm not going to do all of that, what am I going to do? And right. then, like, being realistic with myself, like, okay, if I'm not going to do that, then I'm going to be cool. I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to talk to the crowd. You know, if I'm nervous, crack a joke, just regular people stuff. And, you know, I mean, but it does get difficult. But overall, it has been super fun and learning new stuff. You ain't bringing dances. <laughs> They be having lives, you know. <laughs> that, that's a very good response. I've seen, I've seen um, I mean, the, the last couple of performances that you did have, you had um, two young ladies out there dancing for you. Do they do that all the time? Are they yeah. like, they your homegirls? They your sisters? Um, well, one of them, Rika, I've known her like 12 or 13 years. Right. We actually um, grew up in LA together and then we just both end up relocating here. And the other le- young lady, um, somebody recommended her just as a dancer and she happened to be just a vibe. Like, you know, she came over and she like meshed very well with Sharika, which was very great. Cause a lot of what they do is improv right. because oh, if somebody snap. asked me to perform and it's like last minute, people have kids, jobs. I have a job. We can try to come up with chore- choreography, but it has to be really clean if you're going to commit so we're like, okay, on this part, let's do a little choreography. But then on this part, like y'all Freestyle. let have. And people like that, you know, that they just get really engaged with the audience and turn up. I think that shit is dope. Like, I don't like, I mean, Vic has a band, so that's cool. Yeah, that's but super cool. But you have dancers, you know what I'm saying? You have people that just come out and they can set the vibe for real, for real. Nah, if for that real. crowd is not engaging, you got these two ladies out here and they come out and do whatever they need to do and they're right there on the crowd so it's like totally different dynamic it's, it's very different and I, I definitely need to come to a show so I can experience it. nah for real well right. I appreciate that yeah I have a show coming up soon I'll post it I'll keep it I'll post it um, but I definitely uh, plan on doing what it is that I do you know sometimes I be trying to do too much like I think I asked quick to stand behind a building and let some firecrackers off and he was like I'm not doing that I'll do it I'll do it <laughs> I'll do it <laughs> Like when I started singing, I wanted them to just go off. Nick, I got you. I got you. <laughs> just let me know. I was trying to make an entrance. It's hey, I'm not mad at it. That sounds like a great entrance. He was like, nope. I was like, okay. I mean, like we gotta think about safety. I'm on record. If it ain't beats, quick, don't want to fucking do it. So. But um, with these albums and stuff like that, what has been the direction? Um, have you had a direction or is it just, are you just telling your story through everything or has each one been like a concept? Um, well, the first concept, I'm always thinking about boys. So the first okay. concept, Paul was literally about one person. That nigga named Paul. <laughs> that one nigga named Paul. God damn it. That wasn't shit. 
know what I mean? That's name, Paul. Yeah, and then um, the the segue album was kind of me segueing away from Paul. I like that too. <laughs> yeah, first of all, that's <laughs> where we went wrong. We the nigga name Paul. was Paul. Yeah, we need to grow away from he came up to you. See, the only person that I know named Paul is that three eyed monkey that came on after Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about. Shout out to Jimmy Neutron. Oh, okay. There's a lot of Pauls out there getting very offended. I'm just going to go. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm you're not sorry. sorry. I can't even just say. In this day and age, uh oh. why is your name Paul? <laughs> oh. That's not their choice. That's not his name. Right. That's not his choice. And that's why we can't trust the Pauls. You can't trust the Pauls' parents. I feel you. <laughs> I don't trust Earls either. So you don't. Girl, I got a story about an Earl. See, <laughs> this is not a joke. Paul like, and I Earl. I was joking when I came here. Like, why is your name Paul? Why is your name Earl? It shows we can't trust you. And I, I don't even God, know I any Pauls or. Can Earls. you trust a Paul what Earl? What happened to Earl? Alright, so Uh-oh. I'll tell y'all. You, you want to know? Yeah. I got a story about an Earl too. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay, so even though I was very young, we was like maybe like. 12th grade. But I met this boy at summer camp. His he name told is me. Uh, <laughs> summer camp. She met a girl at, at summer, summer camp. camp. At summer camp. He told me his name was Jeffrey. Why? That's worse. <laughs> and this is not. <laughs> I mean, it's like, like 11, 12. Is Jeffrey his middle name or? I don't know. Earl so, 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 but this whole time. Wait, but you know, Jeffrey is kind of a nice name, actually. But you know, at that age. <laughs> right, nigga. That's a butler's name. Right. <laughs> oh, you know what? I done told EJ. the fucking story wrong. What? <laughs> he told me his name was Earl. This okay. is why I got a story about an Earl. Oh. He told me his name was Earl. And so I spent all this time hung up and confused about why his name was Earl. We was 12. Have you ever met a 12-year-old Earl? No. Exactly. Right, so so I spent all this time hung up. Anyway, we was talking. You know, when you text, like, and this was the early age of texting. So it had to be maybe like eighth. I was 12, like going in eighth grade, early age of texting. And back then, texting wasn't even free. So when you texting somebody, like, y'all exclusive. And so, like, <laughs> we were exclusive. I was like, <laughs> I was texting and calling this man. Anyway, so I called his mama phone. Not his mama phone. I called his house phone one day. I was going to say his mama. <laughs> it wasn't his mom. His mom picked up. That's why I say his mama phone. Because mm. technically, it was his mom phone. Right. So. I called the phone and I was like, hi, I'm looking for Earl. And we've been like texting. We've been exclusive in my mind for a month. Uh -huh. And I'm like, hi, I'm looking for Earl. She was like, who? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm looking for Earl. And she was like, Earl. And then like, I remember I heard other people around him. Like, you know me, like just dumb. I only listen to him. I hear other people around him calling him Lil J once. And so I was like, <laughs> I was like, Lil J? And she was like, oh, girl, you mean Jeffrey. So that's why I got the story wrong in the beginning. So that's how I knew I couldn't trust him. He lied about exactly. his, his name for a month. When I tell you months of Earl. Earl. But that means you can't trust the Jeffrey, not an Earl. Exactly. No, I can't trust either. When I tell you we were texting for, and at that age, that's a big deal. Did we you were texting like 30 cents a text. Yes, we were texting for a month. <laughs> I thought exactly. the man's name was Earl. Did you, I swear did you, to God. When you, were texting, text. when you were texting him, did you? Like say Earl or Bane. I would or, say Earl. Oh, you would say Earl, and he would respond. Like, What's up? Hey Earl. He told, he told me his name was Earl. Hey Earl. Shout out to Jeffrey for lying and giving him such a worse name. Yeah. Shout out to Jeffrey. He went from Jeffrey to Earl. Yeah. But yes, like, and I swear to God, that's true story, and I just. 
I don't trust anyone named Earl for that reason. You should. Or Jeffrey, I guess. But Earl is like the biggest lie to me. Right. Now I need to hear your Earl story. Yeah, what what is that? Earl like, story? We need to compare these Earls. See, this Earl, I didn't text him. Date him. This is like early is he 90s. older than 12? Is he older than 12? Was he older than 12 when you met him? Was he older than 12 when you met him? He might have been. He might have been 12. I think I was like 9. It was at church. Yeah, we, are, <laughs> we are judging these Earls. Church makes sense. Earl at church these makes sense. These yeah. deserve to get church. Exactly. <laughs> and he looks like an Earl. But Rarely do it's what, a, what it's a specific look. Like? It's a specific look. look. You know the look. You've you, seen it. You've seen the Earl before. You <laughs> seen the Earl. He, he looked like, <laughs> like he got he wore like high water pants and he like tight. It's a tight. whole lot. No, no, it's, I know a regular looking Earl. I really want someone to type an Earl on You can't explain the look. And it doesn't matter the ethnicity. That that Earl look just it just jumps first. out. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Earl, he mm. he didn't, he liked everybody at church, and that we he was off limits. We was like, yeah. nah, you, your name is Earl. Like, come on, man. Like, Earl was early. And um, okay. one time, my grandma, she used to be nice. She used to let them come over because they lived around a corner. So okay. we used to like cook food. You know, you have like your little pork and beans and wieners, whatever kids eat. And one day, my grandma, she loved singing, so she was in there singing her little heart out. And he was like, "Your grandma sound like a broken record." <gasps> oh. Ooh. You said that about your grandma? Oh. Yeah, at my grandma's house. After he, <laughs> after he ate her pork and beans. In and her home. After he ate her pork and beans. The disrespect. And we went in on him. We was like, first of all, your name is Earl. <laughs> <laughs> so life is going to be difficult after high school. Like, it's going to get real rough. It's, it's going to get hard. No. But shout out to Earl. I seen him. He had a kid. And it looked just like him. And I Earl Jr. I didn't ask, but I already knew. When he, when he came out, they was like, we got a name of Earl. <laughs> There's no other name that we can give him. EJ. It has yeah. to be Earl. Of course. Earl. Shout out to Earl. Double Earl. Double Earl. Double Earl. Double Earl. Wow. Earl, Earl. <laughs> and he wouldn't even got this smoke if he wouldn't have came at my grandma like that. I, I mean, the boldness. He was like, was Why are they scooping up the pork and beans and wieners? If it wasn't in your grandma's house, it might not have been as bad, but to be in my grandma's house and be talking shit about my grandma and my grandma. I never talked shit about anybody's grandma when I was 12. In their home yeah. or not. I might have. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, I'm sure. I might have. For sure. For sure. You go straight in. I'm not doing that. Yeah, that's disrespectful. I'm not getting invited for lunch and being because now, nah. well, it depends. Because if your food was disrespectful to me, then I'm oh, disrespectful oh, to see, you. That's different. But, that's different, yeah. but, 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 but judging on that, you can cook. Your grandma probably definitely know how to cook. My grandma, grandma she whipped them things up. So, it was yeah. a Sorry, Earl, that's your loss, yeah, but yeah, I can't protect shout you. Shout out there, to Earl. Shout out, shout out, Earl. She put three beans on that bitch, and he towed up like it was. Her name Earl with three L's. Or Earl with a U. Oh, everybody discussed it. Ooh. I ain't seen that one. You can't trust that one. But so, you never know. Right. So, are you going to be doing any more um, Men Hurt albums? Um, Not really. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I'm just we chilling. Straight, Whatever staying comes away from to that mind. Shit? Yeah. Like, it's not about nobody specific. It's Facts. Just, yeah. okay. Facts. Just making music, having fun. So, how have you been lately with the with the scene? What's I mean, that? out here. With the, the dating yeah, uh, I'm a weirdo. Everybody a weirdo, so. <laughs> I'm just feeling this you know, way. I feel like but I feel you on that. They weird. Yeah. Both of them. 
I feel you say like you're a weirdo and everybody's a weirdo. It is Vegas. I feel you because I too am a weirdo. I yeah. appreciate you acknowledging it. And like, I, yes, I'm let's stand strong in that yeah. weirdo shit. I like it. Yeah, I'd be like when the right weirdo crawls on up. Crawl? Crawl? Wait. Making stuff complicated, you yeah. know, like when something is simple, I'm like, man, this is boring. But mm. that's what I ask for, simple. So yeah. that's what makes me a weirdo because it's like, why am I, you know, running from the thing that I'm asking for? You overcomplicating mm. this shit. Yeah. Nah. And I'd be a little excited about the drama a little bit. Oh, you excited about the drama? You seen oh. uh, Baddies of LV? Oh lord. Baddies of LV. What's that? Yeah. What is oh, that? I'm glad you ain't seen it. What? what is that? It's classic. What you too? It's like bad girls Girl, class. Let me tell you about baddies of LV. Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was really for it. It's really not that deep. So it's not that deep. apparently, like a while ago, this little thing came out. It was like auditions for baddies of LV. We saw lives of the auditions. It was like girls twerking, like you know, they look a little ratchet. Mm-hmm. Like no offense, but everyone no, watches. Offense. They know. They know they look a little ratchet. Too. So there's like a reality <laughs> show that's getting filmed out here, mad. and it be on like Facebook, and they just they be going out. They be fighting each other. Zeus? What? And they want to get on Zeus. Zeus. Zeus? What is Zeus? Zeus is where Jocelyn's cabaret is What is Zeus? Zeus is where Jocelyn's cabaret is You've heard of Jocelyn's cabaret. You know who Jocelyn is. Wait. Jocelyn and Stevie. Oh! She has a show where they're fighting and shit like that. Okay. Yes, I know Jocelyn and Stevie. Okay. I didn't know they had a show out right now. No, no, they don't. They're not even together no more. Okay. Jocelyn has a cabaret show and the girls be naked. They be stripping. It's a stripper show. Oh. Yes. Is that out here in Vegas? The they have Miss Natural on there. The first okay. porn star. Miss Natural was filmed out here. But oh. it's just very <laughs> 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 It's sick ass nigga. Jocelyn's yeah, cabaret. See, we can literally have episodes talking about it because they be doing something crazy. I would but love to watch this and discuss. I will send y'all some clips to check out to get you intrigued. No, the best do. one is um old girl. Body slamming? No, when she wait, said wait, um body, 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 body wait, 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 wait. Let me get this out. The girl who said she was pregnant with twins, right? And then she said she gave him, or she, oh, she, said, she had an abortion uh, twice. Double homicide. That shit. Yo. <laughs> Yo. I saw what? that clip. I saw she that clip. Double homicide has a show? It's on No, it's on another Wait, is that her name? Maybe? Or no. you call it a double homicide? I'm calling it because that's what she said. So which one has the show? The girl who said double homicide. Double homicide. I could see her. Big Lick. Big Lick. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Big Lick. Maybe. Yeah. Now about this body slam. So yeah, on the newest season, the Le- the Las Vegas season. Uh-huh. So a girl, she's really weird. Like I, I don't want to call her weird because I don't know. She weird to me. But she's like, so she quotes Bible verses a lot. Like you, you know, she be quoting Bible While verses. Twerking? Or? No. <laughs> no <she's> not. <laughs> That's not. I cool. mean, the dichotomy of that would be interesting. No, she just quotes them all the time, and they be weird and like the doomy ones. Like, like oh. she kind of just creepy, and she like gets into it with people, and she does this like, and then she goes body slam. <laughs> what? Yeah. Body slammed a girl. Yes, two girls. 
Utah. She bought a suit too. This is a whole wrestling yeah. movie. Yeah. She came out like the Undertaker. It's a whole lot going on on this season. <laughs> she literally like. movies at all in any shape or form? Not really. Because no. that afro it feels like it. That yeah, it feels yeah. like that be right in your pocket. Like, I like yeah. it, yeah. I, I just like the afro, like, you know, I'm, I like natural hair. You know, and I like to, you know, when I go, like, have the biggest hair possible. So that's where the afro came from. But okay. to be determined about what you just said, we might have some stuff. You you creative with your characters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You, you definitely. You ready you, for it? Yeah. yeah, you got that look. Thank you, I appreciate it. But yeah, shout out to the color pink. Okay, cool. Because I definitely saw the page. I was like, I love the pink. Aesthetic. Yeah, and the aesthetic was great. Oh, thank. I appreciate it. It's a long time coming. Like a lot of the, I feel like I remember one. I don't know if it's a picture or a video, but I feel like there's like a pink wall behind. Maybe not a wall. It's oh, like pink well, on pink on pink. Kinda. It's like where I have the drip stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just drove around looking for a pink wall. And then I was like, oh, this is it. You found that? Mm-hmm. It was, was it's right around find? the corner from here. Like on Charleston. I mean, yeah, downtown. In uh, Maryland. A pink wall? What's it say? I don't, it's like, it's just like, I don't know what's on there because I covered it up. But it's, I think it might have been some birds. Or maybe it's just pink and blue. I don't know. But it is on Maryland. Maryland and Charleston, like across the street from that Roberto's, mm-hmm. but like it's it's not a place or anything. it's just vacant, but it's painted pink. Yeah, I like looking at your page. So yeah. what I was talking about earlier, the control thing. The like the um, like, do you feel like SZA was a big inspiration behind you? Um. Not behind oh, you. Oh, you're talking about the album control. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that's I feel it. like because like, I feel like that whole VHS <laughs> type feel that she was going for, and then like I'm not trying to compare. No, 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 I'm no. not trying to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like, do you feel like that was like when that came? Do you feel like you were like, oh fuck, like I love this? No, I mean control. Is that the one where she's sitting by the computer? By the TVs? Yeah, the TVs. Oh, okay, TVs. Um, I didn't listen to that whole album. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean her aesthetic is great. Like, yeah. just visually, she always looks good. But the VHS and all that stuff just comes from what I love. Like, yeah. I grew up with, right. you know, a VHS. Right. Like, VHS we used to do music like videos yeah. with, 
I mean, some of y'all might be young, but with the VHS, we used to shoot like music videos. We all in the nineties, girl. Okay, all yeah. in the nineties. Okay, yeah, yeah. so y'all had the y'all had the nineties oh, too. I was, I was there. more ninety. Oh, you talking about a little young? I was like, I was like, like in the 80s. That's what I was thinking. Like, I'm like, maybe no. she's 80s, <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, you know, like, we used to ha- we used to do, like, fake Jerry Springer, and we used to have yeah. a little tape. Yeah. Jerry, you know, yeah. we used to have fun in the 90s. So, yeah. when I, and then also, it's a good way to, that look comes up. You know, that, mm-hmm. that, that look is popular right now. Right. So, you know, you always want to try to be, like, competitive with what's going on, because, you know. So you feel like you, like when it comes to making music and videos and stuff like that, do you feel like you are in the trendy era where you want to stick with the trend and go with that and not go too much outside? Um, It's a combination of, do I like this? Okay. And it also happens to be trendy. Okay. Like, let's meet in the middle. Because right. I don't want to do something yeah. where I'm like, uh, you know, I don't like this, but I've definitely have had... Uh, the opportunity where like somebody's editing something and they send me something, I'm like, oh, you know what? That filter looks cool. Let's go with that. You know, and Only it's also trendy. Trend. Benefit. To yeah, it has know. to be authentic. Yeah. Like if somebody hits you up and is like, yo, get on this drill, drill rap. Drill rap. I don't know if I know what like that is. Drill beat. Am what I rapping? Mean? Yeah, you rapping What's on the drill mean? beat. I don't drill know. music. Give me an example. Like Chicago. Um, uh, oh, the hard shit. The like hard shit. Wordle. Who's Nordo, a drill rapper? Nordo Wick. Yes, that song. I love I just know that the mayor of New York is like against it or something. Oh, no, I... Anything that you can do That New York shit. I just know that the mayor of New York has a Bobby problem. on a public Bobby Schmurder. I mean, I don't know if I've heard it. Where can I hear some of your bars at? Some of your raps. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I might be having something dropping soon with just rapping. The quick producer? Because he on everything. You don't know. Uh, here we go. This is drill music. <laughs> <laughs> this is not drill. It ain't the same shit. Is it because he's from Chicago? It ain't the same shit. Okay, play Fabio. Is the beat drill music? Ain't the beat drill? That's what I just said. Play Fabio. So, oh, wait, you just said it was. See, I think we got one. Fabio. I like that. So Fabio is drill. I like Nordo Wick. Wick. Nordo. I just want to show her who, what drill I'm is. I'm lame. I don't know none of you. I don't know what drill is, obviously, either. Because nigga said Nordo Wick. And I was like, all right. I mean, I'm on camera. I don't want to say you ain't missing that. Drill music originates from the UK? Yes, it does. I thought it originated from Chicago. No. No. So like drill is drill's been around. I'm not intimidated. Is it like Ivory Doll? Y'all listen to her. Who? Ivory Doll. Who is that? She's from the UK. Really? Is that the one? So I have this thing with accents, and I just I don't know what it is. I just you don't like it. No, when they're rapping, I, I mean, like, I oh, you don't like accents on a rap? Rapping in British. <laughs> <laughs> rapping in British. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the just accent makes me want to. Trap House Vibes. I don't know. I love it. I love it. It's hard to take them serious. Said I'm never like, you know, it's special packing with the motomatics. We're going to set them to have it. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, hey. Woo. Uh, 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 shake it, uh, shake it, uh, shake it. Uh. She like the way that I dance. She like the way that I move. She like the way that I rock. She like the way that I woo. And she let it clap for a nigga. She let it clap for a nigga. And she throw it back for a nigga. 
Yes, she doing back for my next. Mike and Mary, Mike and Mary. Billy Jean, Billy Jean. Christian Dior, Dior. I'm up in all the stores. Yeah, when it rains, it pours. I will never, I will never rap on drill. <laughs> <laughs> never, ever. So, if somebody hit you up on some drill shit, would you yeah. want to get on some drill shit? I would give it I'm all. I'm You would give it to all. Mm-hmm. I'm a rap whore. Because, I mean, like, even when the dude hit me up about reggaeton, I never did reggaeton. Right. You know? And he was sending me beats, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And I was just like, I'm going to do what I would do on any other beat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just sing regular and yeah. make sure it sounds cool. But, yeah, if somebody hit me with the drill, we drilling. I don't know if that's the term. <laughs> it might be a shit. Sure. So we drilling. <laughs> Somebody getting drilled. <laughs> wow. I feel that. So how has your reception? Um, how has the reception been with the uh, with Vegas in in a whole? Because you said you weren't from here. You said you're, where are you from? L.A. Yeah. So how do you feel the reception has been since you've been here? Um, working with people, the crowds, shit like that. I feel like the crowds are lit. Um, I just started kind of like working with people recently. Uh, yeah. Quick, you know, he he's like real good at introducing you to people. Stop or saying making... that nigga name on his podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for why. But yeah, um, I just started kind of like, you know, meeting other artists. I've been in Vegas for a cool little minute, but... Um, I wasn't really doing music like that. And like I said, I was a rapper. Right. I wasn't that good. So, you know, I was just like chilling. So then when I started singing um, and I dropped um, my first project, COVID hit. So it was also kind of an interesting time to really get in tune with social media and just start following people and seeing what they're doing, seeing where they're going. And you know, that's basically it. I just want to mention, I really love your voice. And um, I know you were saying earlier, you were talking about singing live and how, you know, when, when you go to hear a singer, you expect like belting and all that kind of stuff. But um, but may- maybe people have a misconception about that. But the reality is like there are a variety of vocal types. And I think anybody who's only looking for belting is really missing out mm-hmm. on the richness of other types of voices. And I think your voice is like really pretty, uh, you oh, know, you. it's just like that. a really pretty, beautiful quality to it. Your tone is great. Oh, thank you. So I yeah, it. I would not be bored. Like, you know, you were, yeah. you were concerned about like, Oh, you got to do other stuff. But if I heard you singing live, boredom is not what I would feel. Oh, okay. Yes. No, so that. yeah, your voice is beautiful. You kill it. Thank you. <laughs> so I've been asking this question to a lot of the artists it's like a dog hair <laughs> um, I've been asking this question to a lot of artists this week went on. Um, I saw this post or tweet maybe and it was like I think artists should make albums with one producer because they like when their albums tell a story and has like a sound and things like that and it was like a poll like do you agree or do you not agree so I want to know um, I think that if you have the chemistry and the bond, I think that that would be the the greatest opportunity to just do the whole project with somebody. Because then you can like really kind of like blend it together. Like you know, you can have that you know that sound kind of stay in in house. Um, but also, I'm not against you know working with a bunch of different people because you know you might work with somebody and pick up some elements and go back to that other producer and be like, hey, I tried this. Maybe we can add what you do with. With exactly. what he does and yeah. create yeah, this, you know, nice. because everybody doesn't have the same taste level, mm-hmm. which isn't 
when I say level, I'm not saying like somebody's level is higher than the next, but just everybody has what they have access to. Yeah. And they may not have access to a sound that you might be looking for. So I think it's cool to do both, honestly. Well, my opinion. No, let's be real. I um I feel like so I feel like a lot of artists have a tendency to stick with the same producer. And like while I do like certain producers, I feel like when artists often work with the same producer, the songs end up sounding like the same song. This is just as a listener because mm-hmm. I'm not a um artist, but just from so I want to know what you guys think the artists. Want. But um yeah, so like Migos to me, their album a lot of times sounds like one long album. Um, one long else, song. One long song. I'm sorry. Who else has albums like that? Like honestly, Summer Walker before she started working with London, like it, it kind of sounded like one like song. You said Gunna. Rod Wave. All of Raw Waves. That nigga yeah. sounds exactly the same. I love Raw Waves. Too, Not sound the same, but all that shit sounds the same. So, like, from an artist's perspective, how do you prevent that? Prevent people thinking, damn, I've been listening to this album with like one long, or even just putting it on in the background. How do y'all prevent that? Um, I mean, I guess, you know, it depends. Some people might want a similar sound, it might be what they're comfortable with. And they might not have the ability to go to those other heights yet. So, like, Summer Walker's first album, you know, that was her first album. So, it is kind of, in my opinion, common for it to sound kind of the same. Because she was, like, figuring out what she was going to do next. And then now, if she has opportunity, whether she was working with London or whoever, she knows, oh, I was able to do this. Uh, She was also able to grade herself against other artists and see what they were doing. And saying, like, oh, I can do that, too. Let me try to, like makes more elements and life happens and I have more things to talk about. So then the music kind of changed from there. Um, yeah. But ultimately you do have the decision to make sure your sound does sound doesn't sound the same, but sometimes people want that because yeah. that's what they're comfortable with doing. So uh, in, in my opinion with that, I will probably say my perspective is, and this isn't like anything disrespectful to any artist out there in any way, shape or form. It's just, Sometimes what you get is artists is lacking direction and the artist isn't being the leader on the project. Sometimes they're just picking a bunch of beats that sound nice rather than having a direction or a story to tell for their project. And that's what you get. You get this one long song instead of an album that tells a story about who they are. So a, a lot of times it comes from an artist not knowing themselves or not knowing the direction that, that, that they want to go in. Or sometimes they just don't even really care about the music like that it's like yo i'm just push, pushing these joints out for like some club joints just to like get some streams just to get popping and that's it so at the end of the day it depends on who the artist is what their intention is and and, and what they're going for because no disrespect to rod wave or any of those people but migos you're probably going to get that same content only because like they're not necessarily during their off season like diving super deep into music and like trying to wow you with music it's just nah we're trying to get that same product out there and we're trying to get that same response so again sound like a broken record no pun intended but um it's just it all depends on the artist and which direction they want to go with it yeah i agree with me it's also like i'm not looking for snoop dogg to drop like a conscious album right so as a fan I'm just looking for Snoop Dogg to be cool on the track. And exactly. with the Migos, his fan, their fans are looking for that Migos sound. But if you really, truly like music and all genres and, you, and you're really listening for the production, then, like for me, I don't listen to the Migos. I don't really find it 
you know, appealing to me because it's not my type of music to listen to, but it's not that it's bad music. It's exactly. just not for me. It's just not so for me. I don't grade them on that level, but yeah, that can happen as well where, you know, you just, your artists, I mean, the, the fans decide what you make sometimes. Yep. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Man. And I feel like the other yeah. side of that is trying to make sure, like, if you're working with multiple producers, that it doesn't end up being a, a non-cohesive album Facts. where Facts. every single song sounds Facts. completely different mm-hmm. and there is no story that's being told throughout the entire project. And it's like, does every album have that story? Not, not, no, not necessarily. No. But Not I guess like some a story, it doesn't necessarily mean like the con the album concept or right. even lyrically the storytelling. It could just be the story of the sound, you know, the, sonically the, the sonic exactly. story, the arrangement, yeah. every you yeah, know, shit like just don't sound good. <laughs> How about that? They just don't sound. <laughs> well, like it hey, sound ultimately, cohesive. Ultimately. cohesive. You know, every single song could be really good individually, <laughs> but maybe not on the same project. Yeah, right? exactly, like, oh, yeah. exactly, like, exactly. I want to plug Frank Ocean right here, but like, <laughs> I mean, that's the goal. People literally make albums and split them in half by the second, and even split the sound in half, and like, yeah, Frank facts. Ocean is amazing. <laughs> These are facts. But yeah, I think it is important to line your stuff up. So like. I mean, for me, the best song on my album or the most powerful song on my album should be first. Mm-hmm. And right. then I should go in and, you know, and then like if you want to go with like the more hype stuff or like um, on my album, Paul, like I went with all of the, the times where I was happy. Those songs were kind of in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then when he was pissing me off, those were at the end, <laughs> you know, to kind of like. Yeah. Just the segue the yeah. Like, oh, the emotion. Yeah. And that's nice. a story. Too. Yeah. Yep. Like, There's a flow to it. I like mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that, too. Yeah, these are definitely like things that like struggle with as an artist. Like I'm an artist too, and I'm like currently working on a project, and I'm having some of the same struggles. Yeah, (laughs) right. Like, like, like I don't want every song to sound the same, but I don't want you know everything to be one long song. Mm -hmm. You know, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. You just don't want to drop because you know people listen to your album, they get to the middle, and if they don't like that song, yeah, they may never hear hear the rest of the album. That's right. right. Yeah, that's crucial as hell. That That is is crucial. That's terrifying. But that's why you have to kind of. (laughs) get opinions from other people because mm. you know me making it I'm like oh I kind of genuinely like all the songs so there's yeah. some songs I like more than others yeah. but I need somebody else like say for instance my mom she doesn't listen to my kind of music so she's the perfect person to listen to because she's not going to be like oh it's great because it's you she'll be like oh right. you know this song right here I was waiting for you to do something crazy and you just stayed flat and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, maybe this song is trash altogether since you <laughs> said that. But, you know, you have to have other people help you arrange it yeah. because you have been listening to it. And, like, it was funny you guys played Drip. And I didn't even recognize it low-key. I just heard the beat and I was just like, but I actually don't really like the song Drip. And part of that is because I listened to it so much editing the music video. But people like Drip. So, I, you know, it's when ever. you're kind of, like, mm-hmm. creating your album, you also might get tired of a song because yeah. you've heard it so many times. So that's why you got to have other people help you. For sure. It it's like you get to a point where you experience sound blindness or something. It's like I can't even hear. It's, it's just a bunch of noise. Yeah. It's just a bunch it's of noise. It's just a bunch of noise. I can't hear. I don't think I like it. Like by the time it's you're ready to perform it, you don't even want to sing. I song. think oh, yeah. it's That's a why good I had song. Because I was like, I refuse to stand up here for three minutes and sing this by myself. <laughs> do you have um, a team behind you helping you get everything out? No, I do it everything. You do everything. Yeah. Respect. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of respect. Like a lot that. of yeah, work. So, you're proactive. Yeah, it's a lot of work. No yeah, money. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like that with a passion, girl. Let me tell you. You can say it quietly. No, no passion. passion. <laughs> right. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's you spend a lot of yeah. money, and you be like, okay, thank you, Distro Kid, for the twelve cents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for this twelve sixty-seven. You wanna go buy me an Impossible Burger from Burger King? Thanks, <laughs> fucking thanks. Yeah, and a lot of people, they you know, sometimes they don't know how important it is just to like share your stuff. You know, oh, yeah. that's why I share a lot of stuff. I actually shared something I shouldn't share the other day, and I was telling Quick about it. I was like at work. I'm just like, I just like, oh, let me share this. Chris, he dropped this. And then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. I hope nobody, because I didn't want nobody to think I was making a joke out of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I was like, dang. But yeah. Yikes. Lesson learned. Listen before you share. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because you can always put up and be like, you know what? I appreciate this person's work ethic. I yeah. may not, you know, I don't, yeah. re- don't listen to their music like that, but man, they consistent. Man. But then you would have to do that after some, the fact. If you ever post some trash, uh, <laughs> listen, I would, I would judge myself because then I'm like, I'll, I'll be listening to Vic. <laughs> I'll be listening to what he be saying. And now he out here posting some garbage. Here's the thing. The, the worst thing I can do is post something decent, sir. Trash is not an option for me. All right. I've been doing this for far too long. Right. <laughs> Trash is not an option. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> she will not. So, Trash I is not an option. Not that long ago. I feel like it was a I don't know if it was Spotify. I don't know. A music platform made it so that you could not shuffle albums. At least not when they first came out. I don't know. You can look it up. This is like really a discussion. No, that was, was a Adele's. That was Adele's album when it first came out. It was out. Adele. Okay, it was Adele. You could do that. She she yes, made it to where you couldn't Adele, shuffle. I guess Adele's point of view was like, "This is a story. I want you to hear it mm-hmm. in a story form." And then a lot of people's point of view was, "I'm gonna listen to it. How the fuck I want to listen to it?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, seriously. Yeah, absolutely. So like, what do you think about that? Because I do three, know, as skip. an artist, like if you work on. It's like even a poem. You wouldn't want nobody to read it from the end or from the middle. So. I mean, I feel like I don't like to be pushy. You know, like yeah, I. Yeah, you telling people mm-hmm. how to listen to music. Yeah, I don't want to tell you. I don't want. You know, I put it out there. Hey, I'm having a show. If I mess with you like closely, I might reach out to you like, hey, yeah, the show is this very free. You want to come? But even then, I'm not butthurt or feeling any type of way if you don't come or you don't listen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like forcing somebody to listen to my album from top to, you know, bottom in the particular order, it's a lot of music to listen to. I still haven't finished the Kanye West album or the Drake album. Just because, like, I just ain't finished them. They were, it was sounding really good, and I kept repeating tracks, so I never got to the the end of the tracks. I'm glad you said that because, like, I'd be not wanting to admit to people, like, if it, if it's like a, a big album of like, if I haven't finished it just because I got stuck on the first four songs, mm-hmm. and I just listen to that over and over and be like, I'm sorry well, we for, I'm sorry, no. I mean, once I heard it the project can, can be the case in Twenty One Savage. Oh, but sometimes you get stuck. Stuck. stuck on Night Talk. Sometimes you get stuck on a song and you just want and to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I listen to Night Talk all the time. Like, like, I'm yeah. no more. Yeah. yeah, y'all crazy. But um, <laughs> I do have a question about the oh, go ahead. Go ahead, ask her. Um, I just want to know about your songwriting process because you you write your material, right? Like I'm a songwriter too, so I love asking about this because every every songwriter like the process is different. Do you start with melody, lyrics? Do you like you record it on your phones? You know, like what's your process like? Um, you I listen to a lot of instrumentals all day. Like I just let it roll on the TV on YouTube. Yeah, and I just kind of like you know freestyle or sing, and then if I catch a vibe, then I'll just start like 
you know, building on that. And I do have like a little fake recording studio on my phone. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if I feel like, oh, this is a hit, which I feel like that all the time, mm-hmm. even though it's not, I'll just like start actually, you know, creating the song and putting the melodies together. And, you know, if I said something corny, which I do often, I'll swap the word out for something that's like mm-hmm. not as corny. And that pretty much is the process. Okay. I like you got, you got placeholder words. Cause I, that's what I do. <laughs> placeholder right. words. And sometimes mm-hmm. the placeholder words are corny. Mm-hmm. And you just know, I got to swap that. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, I don't know where I'm going to get this word from, right. but you got to go. Yeah. Well, this is our time. And Nick, you have been amazing. Oh, thank you. You guys are amazing too. And I want to have you back again so oh, we can definitely good. dive into some more shit. Um, I had a lot more questions that I wanted to ask, but. I ain't even gonna get in there right now. You know what I'm saying? I bet. So we gonna chill and uh we just gonna get out of here, man. Um it's been the you know what it is podcast. I wanna thank Neon Nick. Let the people know where they can find you. Oh, you can find me on Instagram at neon underscore nick one. You also can find me on Twitter at I'm a little ashamed to say this, House Roach Killer. House Roach Killer. Hey no, nah, you a boss. Somebody right? got nah, it. Hey, come on now. <laughs> yeah. And on TikTok as uh neon underscore nick one as well. Oh, so my new song, produced by Quick Made It, um, dropping February 23rd. Mm-hmm. If you're in New York, you can hear it at midnight. I'm not dropping Ooh. our song together. You got too many songs out. <laughs> it don't. Put songs out like, <laughs> it don't. They're assembly line, I tell you. Oh, God. Yeah, he is. Oh, God. He be whipping them out. Like Cooper. Kente. So... I want to thank my my panel, Tippy Shati, Vic. Thank you to everybody in the room. Y'all are all amazing. Uh, today has been a long, long day. It's been beautiful though, um, and we will be back next week. I'll see y'all, man. <laughs>